Hey y'all, welcome back. Part two here on a Thursday, Thursday, uh, July 7th, 2022 edition here on the Chase Most Podcast on the Blue Wire Pod Network. Uh, make sure you go check out all of our great programs all across Blue Wire Pods today. If you have not already done so, Miami Heat guard Duncan Robinson's the long shot, uh, former Philadelphia Eagles and Super Bowl champion defensive end uh, Chris Long with Greenlight. All kinds of great programs all across our network. So go check those out if you have not already done so. Also, you can watch this very program on YouTube. Yes, youtube.com slash Chase Thomas Podcast. If you prefer to watch, guess what? It's right there. Easy to easy to navigate. Like and subscribe uh, our YouTube content there. Uh, you can email this program at Chase Thomas Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, all that good stuff. Read me, sportsrenaissancemancom Type in your email and become a subscriber today. Um, part two, uh, head coach of Army football. Yeah, head coach Jeff Monken on his Army football team, the Black Knights, and uh, their great season and just the awesome run for Coach Monken at uh, Army thus far. He's already wrapped up eight years, which is pretty amazing, um, but been very familiar with him dating back to his tech and Georgia Southern days, and uh, we talked about all kinds of stuff, um, the Army-Navy game, how he's built the Army program, why his defenses have been so good there, uh, really dominating the rivalry with both Navy and Air Force uh, for the last decade. So all that and more and uh, expectations for 2022 for for Army. So like I said, all that and more, part two here on the Chase Most Podcast on a Thursday. Make sure you're subscribed uh, for all the episodes so that you never miss any of them and uh, all that good stuff on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And yeah, uh, let's get into part two here with Coach Monken. Uncle Darren, let's go. Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, we're back here on the Chase Thomas podcast, taping this on a Wednesday afternoon. I am delighted to be joined by someone, Coach. I was telling Derek before we got started here. I actually was at a game you coached at at Georgia Southern years ago because I'm from Georgia originally in Atlanta, and uh, a lot of buddies went to Georgia Southern and seeing your offense and seeing you coach and rise up the ranks i've just been i've had a front row seat george tech like it just I, i've been very familiar and very in on what you've been doing for a really long time and i am just uh so grateful that you uh, would make the time come from a army marine navy family two retired uh, lieutenant colonels in the army my dad's a retired captain in the marines but um i'm just uh very ecstatic to have you on the podcast this afternoon how how is it, everything going Great. I appreciate you having me on and I appreciate you following along as uh, as I've gone through my coaching career. It's been a lot of fun. I've been very fortunate and and uh, just incredibly fortunate to be here at Army. Do you miss those Georgia summers at all? Or are you good in uh, West Point right now? We, we, uh, yeah, I tell you, I really loved Statesboro and living there and the people. Really? There. That, mm-hmm. that, I, the, the people in that community made that mm-hmm. place special for us. Um, and we still go down to Savannah. We like we like that part of the country, and yeah. we still like to go down there and get that warm weather in the summertime, and mm-hmm. and 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 get out of the cold sometimes <laughs> in the winter, which is yeah. nice. So uh, probably you do the same. And and uh, but this uh, this is just a great place to live. We love living here at West Point. Mm-hmm. Over the Fourth of July weekend, we were out here on the lake here at uh, at West Point. There's several mm-hmm. lakes, and ponds, and streams, and just beautiful country. So. We got out there. The kids were having a great time. So what a great place to be in the summertime right up here. Is that your go-to kind of getaway? Is the lake for you to kind of recharge your batteries and to just not think about football for a little bit? Is that your is that your deal? 
My folks got a place in the Upper Peninsula, Michigan that okay going to for oh I don't know forty years and mm-hmm. and and so each year we spend a week with my my parents and my brother and his family, my sister and her family mm-hmm. up the lake up there and and it's fantastic. We did not make the trip this year, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's you know uh, kids having babies and uh, yeah. my, my brother's daughter and. And, uh, you know, my parents just, uh, their, their, uh, their travel is, is a little bit limited just for mm-hmm. them by themselves. So oh, somebody's kind of got to travel with them. So it's hard when you're coordinating that many people, yeah. it's a little bit challenging, but we're hoping we'll get back up there this year. My, 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 my kids and my wife might get up there in August when we start preseason camp and awesome. away from the football grind. But that is, it's, that's a place for us to just kind of put the phones away and, I guess head coach is tough to put the phone away ever, but uh, but put phones down and and just enjoy the time and and uh, so we go up to the lake and and we do go down to Savannah. We enjoy that. That's kind of mm. a, a restful, peaceful place for us. Have you gone to a Savannah Bananas game yet? I I have not. You know what? Okay. We we were just there last week and uh-huh. we to go and they were sold out every night. It, it's I mean I looked for tickets online. It's sold out. Next night, sold out. So they are making a show of that Savannah Bananas. Yeah, it's something. It's on a bucket list for me. It wasn't on it before, and I'm like, this is just something you have to go see. Like it, the crowds are packed, but I didn't even think about like just selling out every night. Like that's yeah. a, it's a tough ticket. Yeah, they. I mean, there were uh, about seven games in a row up to the point where they, you know, they hadn't had the the ticket office open for the games beyond that. But yeah. Every one of them sold out. It used to be the Sand Nats. You could mm-hmm. you could uh, sneak into the center field fence of the Sand Nats games. I mean, you, there wasn't anybody there. They'd be glad to yeah. have you. They'd be, they'd be paying you a dollar just to come in. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but they've got it going down there. So a lot of fun. And and uh, I haven't been to a game yet, but looking looking forward to that sometime. Is baseball your non football sport that you like watching the most? Oh, I grew up a Cubs fan, so. Uh-huh. I went through some tough years watching the mm-hmm. Cubs growing up, but when they won the World Series a couple of years ago, I mean, what a great source of pride for the city and mm-hmm. for all of us that have cheered for the Cubs for so long. And and uh, I growing up, uh, the Chicago summers they, they were they were hot. I mean, Chicago yeah. is really hot in the summertime. And about one in the afternoon every day, we'd come in from the backyard or from the neighborhood, and we'd sit down in the air conditioning and watch the Cubs and Jack Brickhouse. Did the uh, did the the games on TV mm-hmm. on Channel Nine WGB, uh, WGN and yeah uh, Chicago and then uh, well Harry Carey was doing the Sox games and then mm-hmm. and then the Cubs brought Harry Carey over so Brickhouse and Harry Carey were kind of trading off doing uh, radio and TV mm-hmm. and, and and I mean I had two great announcers it's fun to watch the games some great players and and. Uh, it uh, you know that was that was that was that was the sport I watched and if we were going to a game mm. a pro game we were going to a baseball game it, it, mm. you could still go and sit in the bleachers for five bucks and <laughs> and uh, buy a scorecard for twenty five cents you got a you got a scorecard and a and a pencil mm. and it's twenty five cents and you'd keep scoring hot dogs were a buck and I mean it was a, it was a, it was a cheap fun day to go up to Chicago and go to the Sox game or go to the Cubs games and. And uh, so I watched a lot of baseball growing up. I've, I don't watch hardly any sports on TV anymore, hmm. uh, except on Saturdays. After we play our games, Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a football junkie when it uh-huh. comes to college football. Now, I, I will watch every game until 
two in the morning, all those Pac-12 games, and, yeah. and I love it. But that's the only time I watch sports on TV. I Hey, I'm right there with you. I, like, it's a running joke here on this show, and uh, my family gave me grief growing up was just that like I would stay up for Boise and I, in Hawaii. Like, June yeah. Jones, like, Colt Brennan was my guy. Jared Zabransky, Kellen Moore. Like, I just love diversity and play styles like that is something that is so much fun that it and it goes to what you're talking about and like i had a a coach here locally uh who coaches at pigeon forge longtime head coach state title wins he's running the wing t he has coaches and college coaches calling him about like concepts to implement for their stuff and it's just cool like i like variety and the just what you have to uh adapt and learning how to the to best scheme for against a, a wing tee and like okay how does the hi-hat low hat situation work with <laughs> something like that i'm so curious about it like i want to watch i want to learn and you want diversity and when you watch an army game you're getting diversity and i'm not gonna lie i don't really know what went all into it coach i was a little sad that because i'm here at university of tennessee i'm a knoxville tennessee guy we had you on the calendar for next year. My family having an army, but like that was just uh, right there. I was so excited. Tennessee army next year. I was, I was really looking forward to that. That was going to be fun. Uh, I imagine it would have been a pain in the butt for our Vols, but it would have been fun and I would have enjoyed every second of it. I don't know if it would have been as much of a pain for them as it was for us. They got a good team. They're, they're yeah. very talented, well coached. And uh, they're just they're, very different styles, though, like the air raid tempo, tempo, tempo versus what you're doing. That would have just been that would have been so much fun. I would have enjoyed that. It, it is. It is. a It is a clash of styles. And we, mm-hmm. we played uh, we played quite a few teams like that. And there's mm-hmm. more and more teams that are up tempo and going really fast. And um, that we played Western Kentucky last year. They were just oh. a foreign machine. What, mm-hmm. a, what a great team and and uh, you know, incredibly talented quarterback and and uh we 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 managed to sneak out of here with a victory against them mm-hmm. but it was two completely different styles and but that's what's fun about college football mm-hmm. and even kind of in mainstream college football you you'll you'll see tennessee play uh a completely different style just right in their own conference you mm-hmm. they play kentucky that, that's that's two different two completely different styles of football so mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, a, we, we had that game on the schedule for a long time. It didn't work mm. out. And, and, uh, you know, they, they, that, uh, that happens sometimes in college football that you got to make some changes to the schedule. But, uh, anyway, we were, we were excited about the opportunity. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Yeah. Um, maybe in the future, you never know. We never know what the future holds there. Um, can you believe you've already completed eight years when I, I looked at that and I, it blew my mind because I was like, he was not at Georgia Southern that long ago. And it's like, oh, I'm older than I thought I was. This yeah. is this is not good. You've already completed eight years. Does it feel like it for you? Yeah, well, I'm older too. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that wasn't the case. I got a lot more mm-hmm. gray hair, a lot more gray hair and less of it to show mm-hmm. for it. But um, it, it it is uh, sometimes difficult to, to look back and believe it's been eight years here. And, mm-hmm. uh, but it's been an incredible building process and, and we're still building, we're still growing, we're still improving uh, a work in progress. And I'm excited about this ninth season and, and, mm. uh, and this team we got coming back. You're extremely successful at home too. What, what is behind that? Why do you think you're so tough to beat in your building? I, I think, I think you got to win at home. Mm. Uh, and, and we take a lot of pride in playing here and mm. 
defending this turf and there's uh there's been some great teams and great players that have played here and just a lot of pride here at West Point. We're playing in front of the core of cadets. Um and I think our guys uh when they've only got to travel 30 minutes down the road to the hotel, mm. they're in familiar surroundings and uh, dressing in our own locker room. I think just you're just more relaxed. Mm-hmm. I think we're all more relaxed when we go home and sit on our own couch than we are putting our feet up on somebody else's couch. So mm-hmm. um, perhaps that's it. Um, but I, we do take a lot of pride in playing at home and winning at home and and not letting other teams come in here and get the best of us. And, and a few have uh, in recent years, but we've, we've won more of them than we've lost uh, by a good bit. And, and uh, so that, that's a, that's a great source of pride for us. Is there one game on last year's schedule that you're still thinking about that you were just like, I saw it going differently in my head and just the week of where I've just talked to so many coaches and I, it's so interesting where, they're, they do have like this gut feeling about how a game's going to go. Because like when you dive in film and you go over so many different scenarios and you think what you're going to be able to do and like if it goes this way, like here's how it's most likely going to go is you pretty much have a good feel by Thursday and you just want to play by that point. Is it the same with you where you have a good idea of how the game is going to go based on the film you've watched up until like Thursday or Friday? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. it, it, it really does... Uh what we've prepared for, what we've seen, um, it, it, it kind of goes the way we, we hoped it would. Mm. I think it's always those games that, uh, that you don't play your best, uh, or somebody gets the best of you that you look and, and, and feel like, you know, what was it that we didn't do to prepare? What could we have done? And, um, I think there were some, that ball state game last year, Hmm. a challenge for us um i think even during that week of preparation it was uh you know we we had had a a good stretch to open the season Mm -hmm. uh and we were going to have to live with that game for two weeks and coming off a preseason camp and and uh some some games early and and playing down at Georgia State, just mm. really hot. We played really well, but really hot. Just I think mm. our guys were – I could tell we were a little fatigued. We needed a bye week really bad. And I mm. was just hoping we could get out of that one with a victory. And uh, and we didn't. They they beat us, and, and uh, it's unfortunate. But I, I could kind of feel that, that thing going maybe not, not our way, even mm. through of practice there's some some games where i felt like we're really prepared we're 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 ready to go and and then didn't perform as well as in the game as i hoped we would there's others where uh i thought gosh we are not practicing very well we're not we just don't seem to have that that it factor this week for whatever reason and then we get to the game on saturday and the guys get rested up in the last 48 hours and we play better and I think throughout the year, in, throughout last season, and probably as I look back in every season, there's probably games like that throughout. And sometimes they're really up and amped up, and that's natural in some games. Um, but a lot of the season, you just got to play. You just got to mm. get prepared and play and hope that it's good enough on Saturdays. And I think our guys do a really good job of that. They, they, they're very professional in their approach. Mm. Uh, so they, they – 
they do get themselves mentally prepared for the game plan and and uh, you know emotion is is a part of of being able to have success or playing your best but emotion doesn't win execution wins and when our guys are really prepared and they do a good job mentally they they usually execute pretty efficiently do you think that's a an advantage that you saw coming when you took the army job and when you came to this program was just that like there is something different about recruiting kids uh at army and what they're going to and what their future plans are and where they're at mentally is you kind of have to grow up fast and it's just there's a lot more uh expected of you you kind of it's just different like being uh preparing to go to the military is just a different kind of uh mindset do you think that's been about what you expected taking the job and what you've seen and that is an inherent advantage uh for your team i I don't know if i came in with the expectations that um that, that this was what it was going to be, that the guys, mm-hmm. you know, professional and well-prepared and, and uh, handle everything we throw at them. I, 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 our guys are more like other college football players than, than probably uh, most people realize. Mm. I, when we recruit them, they're not guys who filled out a questionnaire and said, I've always dreamed of going into the army. They're not mm-hmm. guys talking to the, to the local army recruiters when they come through their high school and like, Oh, West point. Yeah. This fits in perfect for what I want. Mm-hmm. Our guys are like everybody else's and everybody else has great kids on their team. Every team in the country has players that could come to school here that are, that are, they have the academic credentials. They've got the leadership skills. Uh, they, they, they're certainly capable athletes and could play for us as they you know play for other schools at this level but our guys are the ones that chose to serve they're mm-hmm. the ones that that made the commitment and that commitment and having the the maturity and uh and maybe the the foresight to say you know what's what's on the horizon for me what does what does it look like for my future if i choose school xyz or or army mm-hmm. so um our our guys, they they are ha- able to handle a lot, but a lot is, there's a lot on them. Our guys are taking, I mean, there's times during the season guys are taking 21, 22 hours in a semester. Oof. That's a lot. I mean, that, they do that in the spring, they do that in fall. They they get four years to graduate. Mm. So there's a lot on them, and and that along with the professional standards. And they, they've got to be up every morning for a formation. They got to have their hair cut. They got to be shaved. They got to have a uniform that looks good. Um, it, it, everything squared away in an order. And, and all that would take in, you know, 18, 19, 22 hours a semester and playing college football. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. So they, they, they learn to, to handle a lot of things and figure out how to get it all done, which is a real challenge. And just that, ability to be able to 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 handle all those things i think sets them apart and those challenges though uh they can be a real burden sometimes it also can be a bit of an advantage mm-hmm. just the, the ability to to handle adversity because our guys are going to face adversity a lot and yeah lack of sleep and you know the the just the 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 stress of okay i got to decide between studying 
for another hour for this test I've got tomorrow or closing the book and going to sleep so I can get three or four hours of sleep tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, literally three or four hours of sleep crossing their fingers. So there, there's, there's nights like that here. And all those challenges, I think, create a resiliency in those guys and a mental toughness that I think is, is an advantage for us. Have you seen that Kara Lawson clip that went around this week uh, talking to her team? You would love it. It's about embracing the hard is just not lying. And she's fantastic. And that's not a, just a biased thing with the, the Tennessee aspect, but just awesome. Of just like, we're not going to lie to you. It's going to get hard. And it's, it's preparing you to accept hard. And when it get like, that's just life. It's going to be hard. And you got to learn how to deal with hard. And dealing with hard well is what su- where successful people are. Is Successful people are people who deal with hard well and that's kind of that's probably the mantra of your program and what you've built like the dominance over air force and navy to this point and just i think people take for granted what i grew up with with army and the football it just wasn't like this like this is the best stretch of army football in my lifetime and i think that's part of it it's embracing the hard and just dominating over that and it's just like the expectations high but this is what we're gonna do it's gonna work follow me i promise we're gonna get there and that's they've kind of seen the results now well, you said the word embrace. There's mm. a there's a there's a, a phrase here called embrace the suck. <laughs> and and it is true because mm-hmm. it sucks sometimes. It's gonna be really hard. You can accept it and you'll just comply. You'll mm-hmm. just survive and do the best you can. Or you can embrace it and 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 see that it is an opportunity, that it's not a burden, it is an opportunity to to create a better version of yourself and and try to get closer to becoming the best version of yourself that exists and so you embrace those those opportunities where it's really tough and really difficult and very challenging that's hard to do because human nature we just try to survive Mm -hmm. and embracing the challenges is different and and i think our guys do that and they and, and if they didn't they would leave here and every one of them has 100% of them have an opportunity mm. to, to check out. They don't owe anything. They don't need any time. They don't owe any money, but they don't. And the ones that stay have, have embraced that and, and realized that it is an opportunity for them to grow. What is the biggest difference between head coach Jeff Monken in 2022 and head coach Jeff Monken in 2012? Holy moly. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't, we don't have enough time to talk about <laughs> things. I, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, I'm continuing to learn and to, to mm. grow and to, to improve. Um, there's a lot of things I did in 2012 that I wish I'd have done differently. There's a lot mm. of things I did in 2021 that I wish I'd have done differently. I'm going to try to do better in 2022. Um, but I'm more patient. Mm. Uh, I, uh, I'm more accepting of, I guess, uh, the fact that that these are young men mm. that are going to make mistakes, and most of them are trying to do exactly what you tell them to do, and when they fall short, it's it, it's far more often my fault or the fault of of us as coaches or as a staff, which I'm mm. completely responsible for, than it is the players, and uh, they they all want to learn, they all want to perform their best, they all want to contribute to the team their best friends are the guys on that team so they don't want to let anybody down Mm. and uh, and and realizing that if 
if we fall short of our expectations, it's my responsibility. And uh, that's probably the biggest difference. And, and as an assistant coach, you don't see that as as much. Uh, the lens changes when you become the head coach. And Paul Johnson always said that. He, he said, you know, it's different when you're the head coach. And and he's right. It is, it is different as the head coach. But I've, I've been so fortunate. I've been so fortunate to work at two incredible places. Georgia Southern, the winning tradition there, the – the, the support, the the expectations there. I was an assistant coach there for five years. So mm-hmm. coming back, I knew I knew exactly what it was and, and just to, to be there and to to get that program to a point where where we were a championship team again and and uh and and making deep run in the playoffs. Probably my biggest regret is we never made it to the to the national championship game while we were an FCS team and mm-hmm. but really you know just really proud of that program and and then to come to army uh, and and this this program has as good a tradition as anybody in the nation I'll, I'll i'll put it up against anybody for the for the the teams and the players and the coaches and the success and the stadium and the 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 institution and who we represent uh it's incredible so i've been very very fortunate and uh and and i'm glad that that uh I've, I've at least learned a little bit along the way each year and, and tried to improve and, and get better. And, and, uh, and we've been able to kind of sustain some success here and hopefully it'll last. Do you remember what you were thinking and what it felt like the first army Navy game? Like, do you have that in the back of your mind of what that was like and just being on the sidelines for something like that? And you're like, Oh, I'm coaching. This is, this is, <laughs> this is happening. Yeah, All and, eyes are on me. Yeah. And, and, and uh, when I came back, when I came here as the head coach in, mm-hmm. in 2014, um, the first time I, I coached an Army-Navy game mm-hmm. here at Army, I, we walked into the stadium and kind of got in the locker room and got everybody settled. And I finally made that trip down the, the corridor as you come out into the stadium. And somebody was walking with me. And, and we took about, I don't know, six steps onto the field and I just said, gosh, I forgot what this felt like. <laughs> just a different energy in that stadium than a typical game. Mm-hmm. And so that, that was, you know, that was, that came, that came rushing back. And it feels that way every single year. There's that, mm-hmm. there's that rush of energy and emotion uh, in that game. It's really incredible. Do the players treat it differently? Can you just tell the week leading up? Like it's a big deal, not just for the coaches and the cadets and everybody else. It's just, like this is a this is a big thing. You want to dominate this rivalry. You want to beat Navy. There's a there's there's certainly a different feeling. I I know for the players and mm-hmm. really what we try to do is is take the pressure off of them and just let them enjoy it. It mm-hmm. it, it is one of the the best rivalries in sports, in my opinion, the best rivalry in in college football and and mm-hmm. maybe in 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 the world of sports um, it, it, for what these young men represent when they take the field and battle against each other and, and all the men and women that serve under those branches of service uh, that they represent. It's, it's, it's really incredible. And it's a lot. And there's a, there's an intense amount of responsibility that they feel in that game. And, uh, and so we, we try to take as much of that off of them as we can and just let them enjoy it. But, 
it's hard to, it's, it's, it's hard to avoid. And, uh, the, the guys realize what a big game it is. And, mm-hmm. but that's why they come here. They come here so they can play in that game and, and, uh, and big games like it. So it's a, uh, it's a fun game for all of us. It's not much fun when you, when you're not on the winning side, but it's a heck of a lot of fun when you win that game. Well, you bring back your quarterback, you bring back your running back this year. Are you feeling pretty good about being able to build off last year? Is there a stretch of games that you're most curious to see how your team, you talked about the bye week and needing that at, at that point in the season with Ball State and uh, playing in the heat in Georgia against Georgia State. Is there is there a stretch when you're looking at it and you're like, this will probably tell me everything I need to know about where our season's headed? And then in terms of position groups, are you feeling pretty good about where you are top to bottom? Is there one group that you feel is going to be pretty pretty strong and you want to keep an eye on our opening game is at coastal carolina mm-hmm. so I, that's I gonna be fun they, man well i think they've lost three games in two seasons they got mm-hmm. an unbelievable football team uh, uh a terrific coach a great quarterback an unbelievable supporting cast that what they have done down there is incredible mm-hmm. uh so we play them in the opener uh in, in myrtle beach at seven o'clock which that won't help any. It'll be 104 on the turf. Yeah. So it's going to be a challenge. Uh, a great football team and, and playing on the road and in the heat. We come back here and play uh, UTSA, who they 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 might be the uh, one of the most talked about teams in college football in the last couple of years, along with Coastal Carolina yep. and the success that they've had. So we've played down there twice in the last, uh, I guess, four years or so. and. Mm-hmm. Now they're they're returning the favor and coming back here. I, you know, I think that's that's a tough two games to start the year. Mm-hmm. They're talented. They're well coached. Uh, they they've they've got a winning pedigree now. They they just the belief that their players have that they're going to win the game. They'll be a challenging team. So we play some great teams. Some 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 very tough football teams this year and. Uh, you know that game against Wake Forest here was just an absolute shootout. We got to go. That was fun, yeah. Here, that was fun for them. They they got they got. <laughs> well, it's just the different styles, like the Sam Hartman style and y'all side. Like I and I will say, uh, it like the the color scheme match. That's yeah. not as great when you're trying to figure out what you're looking at sometimes. But yeah. Well, it, 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 every week's a challenge for us. Yeah, it is because of all of the other challenges that we have. That, uh, that go along with being an Army football player. But mm-hmm. one of the satisfying things about winning a football game here, when you win a football game in Army, it's a big deal. It doesn't matter who you play. And uh, so we're we're focusing on that opener down in Myrtle Beach, and hopefully we'll be able to go down there and play our best. Well, we'll end on this because it's interesting with the two high-octane offenses with Wilson and Chadwell's groups. But you look at your defense, and that's been one of the big characterizations. You're an offense guy, but – Army defense is you can't have one without the other and you're just such a well-balanced team on both sides of the ball when you talk about the Wake Forest game it's like that's just not how that's not the situation you find yourself in very often at Army that's not a you you don't find yourself in many shootouts in in that respect and obviously like it's been it, it you've seen your tree grow like going to North Carolina losing your DC that's a big thing and now you're looking at this group like how do you oh what would you what's the best way of summarizing like why your defense has been as dominant as it's been over eight years and you're just so well equipped to withstand whatever kind of high octane offense that you're 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 faced with 
Well, you asked about position groups, and I failed to answer that question for you. And, and no, you're there's, good. There, there's some there's there's some groups of guys on this team that are coming back that I think are solid, and mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to wouldn't want to leave anybody out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think there's some good players at each position group. The defense has been really uh, a uh, an important piece to our success with the job that Jay Bateman did. And now that mm-hmm. Nate Woody's doing, um, we play. I think we play good team football. I've got an offensive background, but I'm not an offensive coach here. I'm our head coach, and mm. and really, I, I want to coach our whole team and and give our team the best chance to win. So our coordinators, Nate Woody on defense, Brent Davis on offense, Sean Saturnio, who coordinates the special teams, does a great job. Those those three guys and. And giving them what they need, equipping them with what they need to to have the most success in their particular area, but play a good brand of of team football. So one of the reasons we run the ball is because we want to control the clock. We want to limit the possessions for our opponent. Since I've become the coach here in eight seasons, we've played the fewest number of snaps in college football by by hundreds of snaps, it's mm-hmm. six, seven, eight hundred snaps. It's 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 mind blowing how yeah. the difference. But so part of the way we we part of the way we play defense is how we play offense, mm-hmm. running the football, controlling the clock, uh, and then defensively, it's 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 not a. Um, it's not a, a defense where we take a lot of risk because mm-hmm. you know, people get behind us and, and then go the distance in a hurry. We, we don't want to give up one and two yard or one and two play drives. Excuse me. I mean, where it's mm-hmm. just, you know, a pinball machine. That, that's kind of the way the Wake Forest game ended up. Yeah. And it didn't end up good for us. It, it, it's, it's keeping everything in front of us, but playing very aggressive up front. And, uh, and that's really kind of been the philosophy both of Jay and and of uh, of Nate. So, I think it's a just a an overall scheme, offense, defense, special teams combined, and they've got to complement each other. And I think that's really important. Doesn't matter what offense you run, you got to have a defense that complements it. Doesn't matter what defensive scheme you run, you better have an offense that complements that, and 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 play special teams, and have a philosophy on special teams that fits your offense and defense. I think that's really important. I think we've done that well. Uh, obviously not perfectly. We, we've lost some games, but our, our, our coaching staff does a great job and our, and our players, uh, they are, they are the best I've ever been around for doing as, as much as they possibly can to follow what the coaches are saying I hmm. mean, to the letter. And, uh, and that, that keeps those coaches on the same page with the players and it allows them to make corrections and it allows them to, to be able to change what we do and tweak schemes to, to best fit the, the strength of, of position groups or individual players. I like it. Uh, coach, I appreciate you making the time uh, this My afternoon. Pleasure. This was a lot of fun. How did the good folks uh, support Army football and everything you got going on this fall? Is there anything you would like to plug as we wrap up here? Uh, just we're, we're excited about the 2022 season. Got a great bunch of guys coming back, good leaders and tough guys that, that, uh, that love this team and love this school and love representing the Army. 
And uh, and we're all very, very proud to be part of West Point in this community and, and, and this incredible institution. So looking forward to the 2022 season and as always, beat Navy. There you go. I got to go to a game. I got to I got to get to get up for an Army Navy game. That's no on the bucket list. We'll make it happen. Coach Monken, thank you so much. Uh, good luck this season. And we'll have to circle back again sometime in the future. You got it. Looking forward to it. Be Navy. All right, y'all. That'll do it for part two here on a Thursday, July 7th, 2022 edition here on the Chase the Most podcast. Thank you again to Coach Monken coming on the podcast. You talk all things Army and his career and uh, all the great things he's got uh, going on up there in West Point and why that program is just uh, thriving under Coach Monken as he closes in almost a decade at Army. So uh, good stuff with him. And I hope you guys enjoyed uh, our conversation as much as I did. And if you did, please make sure that you leave this show a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or however you get your podcast. It helps other people find the show. and helps this very show continue to grow. As always, you can email the program, mailbag stuff, questions for me, chasethomaspodcast at gmail.com. Tweet at me, chase double underscore Thomas. Like the Facebook page at facebook.com slash chase Thomas writer. And as always, you can watch us over on YouTube, youtube.com slash chase Thomas podcast. Uh, part three coming up in just one second. Uh, the full ride with Matt Green, all things college football. It's crazy. Also, surprise guest, cousin Sam makes his return to the podcast after a couple years away just we have a lot to talk about florida state craziness um there you go all right part three coming up in just one second thank you as always for making the chase Ones podcast part of your daily listen wherever and however you listen i greatly appreciate it and greatly appreciate your support for this very program each and every day all right part three coming up in just one second uncle Derek, how'd i do Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas Podcast. Hell yeah.